So as everybody knows, uh, the SHOT Show is going to be coming up in the next week or Everyone two? who matters knows, yes. In yes. mm. uh, Let's see, what's, I can't do math. Let's say and, two weeks. And just to make sure everybody knows, you do know now, so anything Scott might have said about you not mattering, that what he well, said now you matter. doesn't matter. Right, that doesn't matter. Because everybody Because now matters. you matter, because you know SHOT Show's coming. I mean, it's not coming. We're Scott, It's coming up. It approaches... Yes. Well, Figure, the time for figuratively it speaking, yeah. doth shot show approach. something, <laughs> something shoddy this way Wait, comes. We should tell them what shot show is. <laughs> all right, Scott, tell them what a uh, shot show is. Oh, so when I said we, you thought I meant I? I actually, oh, should we do it all at the same time? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Uh, it's going to be in Vegas, and what shot is is the industry show the the gun, the hunting. The the tactical the you name it the E three of the shooting world. What's E three? Oh, that's the electronic, electronic expo. So the SEMA of the shooting world. It's the SEMA of the E three of the shooting of world. the shooting world. Yes, twice removed from Comic Con. Yes, twice. Yeah, you said twice. It's we like got the, the babes. Yeah. so not many. <laughs> hey, there's a couple. Anyways, every year Doesn't? shot. It's the it's the world's biggest gun show times three. Right, so every year. Uh, thousands of people converge on the thousands sands. of people and thousands of manufacturers tens, tens of thousands of people and thousands of you shot show lasts three days three whole eight hour days is it eight hours uh, yeah, eight or nine hours whatever it is show opens at eight in the morning and then you they like kick everybody off the five. floor at like five five thirty yeah. so yeah nine ish hours three so you can't do it all in that time period you nope. can't you could like run sprint maybe a little bit and hit every booth, but you can't stop anywhere and talk to anyone right. and do the whole shot show. It and, is and do it is amazing. It is massive. If you have the wherewithal to get in there, uh, you still shouldn't because it's already too crowded for me. So you shouldn't go. You should just ask me, and I'll send you pictures or something. But we're going to be covering shot show. Yes, I will be uh, running it. For You're going to be the ground center. team, yeah, I'll command be the, center, yeah. gun show podcast, command center, and then we'll command have uh, that's that's redundant. We'll we have Scott out there, Scott. Fuller running That's around. That's me. That's you. I'm going to be there. I got tickets. You got tickets? Like plural? Plane tickets. Oh, okay. Well, no, you need one to go and one to come back. So, so yeah, it is you, tickets. You do have plural. I do have tickets. So don't say no. And you I have did. room. <clears throat> room to grow? Just one room. Your, oh. No, room to sleep. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant your personality, room to grow. Because, you know. Now I'm so, okay. Sure all right. So let's break this down. On Monday okay. is media day. Yeah, there's good. So the show isn't actually open. It's a media day where you get to go and shoot and test out all of the products that you're going to then get to fondle with a little red tape at the actual show. Yes. Yeah, there's a there's a media day. They're shooting the products. It and not everybody shows up for media day. It's an uh, invite only, I believe, right? Well, it's invite only and not all the manufacturers let you shoot their stuff. Uh I don't think last year Ethan helped me out here. Uh Glock wasn't at Media Day, were they? The, there were some big names that weren't at Media Day. So there's there's two Media Days. Technically, it's it there's not it's not hidden. I don't want to say hidden, but there's a restricted one for Ellie Mill and like approved sure. government clients. Right. So your big guys like Safariland stuff, like all their non lethal and oh, and like right. FN, yeah. the cool side of FN, Colt, no usual suspects. Got I think Aimpoint or Trigicon actually sponsors it. So it's the stuff that's specifically geared to the to the professional, like the the super professional, the but, uniform side of the industry. But Media Day, I'll have everybody from giants like ATK, right? And then your big, to the little like, guy, your like big proof corporations concepts. will yeah. have your 
public consumption stuff at yeah. public consumption media day and yeah. then they'll have their detachment of cool guy stuff at the cool guy media day where there is no media there's like a very very restricted amount of buyers imagery and everything just because of literally the people that are there like yeah. there's people that don't want to be on camera industry insiders like yes day, very much basically so. so there's 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 media day and then there's three days of show it's a range there's a media day and there's a range day i guess, I guess that's a better that. yeah a better way to put it yeah so there's a media range day and a range day uh then the next day there's the show and then three days after that and then there's the recovery process well that's what i do i don't know hey, hey. Rest of you. from walking it, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, Your dogs are barking after day two. There's some long days. You because you can't get to it all. It's acres of show. There's there's everyone has a booth. Everyone has a giant booth who can afford it. Everyone and uh, things that I've never heard of have giant booths. Evidently, there's some hunting products that I am completely. Oh, you go to like the Primos booth and stuff, and it's like. Yeah. Wow, you're huge. Remi- the Remington Consortium will have a giant compound. Like, it's compound, a, it's a, yeah. Like, mul- a- like a- multi-million yes. dollars. They got a compound the size of people's houses. ATK will have a giant compound, you know, and you'll have everybody in between. Beretta. Beretta had a giant compound. Aimpoint had a pretty big one, too. And you got to remember, these. some of these companies are like holding companies. Like Beretta. They they include uh uh was it laser Stoger devices? Benelli Stoger laser Benelli. devices anyway you know so yeah they're spread out so they have like multiple compounds and booths and and so and all the way over to the little guy with a table and a backdrop and that's all he's got like yep. uh, our our friends at Raven Concealment yep. or like Tango Down has a little booth with barely anything there but you know they. I don't think they care anyway. They sell everything I, they make. At least they're there. There's so many factories that don't bother to get a booth. And there's some uh, that don't need to. I mean, really, one of my like, favorites, uh, BCM, I don't think they ever have a booth there, do they? Do BCM? No, I don't, no. No, because what BCM will do is they get their guns and they put the them in other booths. The BCM, uh, Magpul, uh, uh, Battle Comp, Battle Comp stuff that's like that. Yes. Yeah. yes, their guns will be there. They're OEM guys, basically. They'll, they'll have they'll have their yes. guns in their boots. Uh, but yeah, it's an amazing show. So, uh, so yeah, SHOT Show is coming up, and uh, so there's going to be all sorts of new stuff uh, bombarding the market in for, just for a couple the, of weeks. For the goldfish of the industry that just like shiny things. Yes, there'll be a lot of Your that time too. is now. And, and, and your time is now to actually go to facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast and like us. Yes. And then, you know, head over to our blog at www.thegunshowpodcast.com. Yes. And, we're, and gonna, we're going to be doing, during the day updates yes and then we're also going to be doing at night or in the evening updates as well yeah you can find us at the facebook like martin mentioned you can find us at our blog site of course especially in the evening when we compile some pictures and actually write some words down on it and we're going to be instagramming and uh Uh, twittering throughout the day so if you want to follow our twitter feed twitter feed that sounds good to me that sounded hip and instagram it's the what? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on that also, um, and also on our. Um, and feel you can free to find hit us up live on the Twitter because we're going to be on the floor. So yeah. when we send that Instagram if out, you want to we'll talk? Be there. If you're a manufacturer or maybe even a fan that just wants to say hi to Scott, hi Scott, and actually not give him a virtual <laughs> high five, though he well, does have a strange just hit him note. on the floor and be like, "Hey yeah. Scott, mo- mobile, or not mobile high five, virtual high five, psych," and just. Well, well if it's a virtual does, high five, I can't give Scott you a high Hatt five. Scott does have a thing about actually coming into contact with people, so he may actually. Yeah, he doesn't do it. Yeah, he may in fact not give you a high well, five. Well, it, it's not that I and don't. He's do not it. trying to alienate you. He's <laughs> just trying to be removed from touching 
your hands. Look, look to be honest, uh, I don't go. I go from like casual nodding meeting to straight to hugging. Yeah. It, so if you, if most people are against the hugging. What I had to so sneeze under the th- table. That's where the virtual high five came from. Yeah. And now I attracted the dog. <laughs> Apparently, when I sneeze under the table, studio dog, it's interesting. <laughs> She's interested in all sneezing. So we're going to be doing a ton of updates. I don't know if anyone yes. was following us last year, but uh, when the Scott and Ethan were, were. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we do actually have um, quite a bit of people that are following us, but we do need more. We need your friends yes. and family. You yeah. need to break into your friends' iTunes and subscribe to us. Legally. Mostly. <laughs> you need to convince your friend to let you have access to their stuff so you can add us to their stuff. Yes, exactly. Yes. Don't wait till they're in the shower and sneak on their laptop. Well, that that's would weird. be wrong. That's, that's got a whole other host of problems. We're <laughs> See, not this here. is We're what Scott was talking about, what how happened? all of a sudden it goes from the head nod to the hugs to the, hey, my <laughs> friends can take showers at my house when they want to. Only my good friends. <laughs> Which is everybody you come and in contact acquaintances with. and people I pay. So, uh, yeah. So watch for our shot show uh, feed coming up. Is there anything anyone's excited about seeing at shot show this year? Any leaked stuff or new stuff or any manufacturers specifically well, that you're I mean, waiting for the their Glock, new stuff? There's like the Glock projections that you can make years in advance because you just get their product map out and you're like, well, now this is going to happen. And now this is going to. happen. Well, four years behind there. It's like watching a star. It's like wishing on a star, but (laughs) isn't it like everything you're seeing is millions of years old, so it's already dead when you're wishing on it? Your your bet is more about when it's going to come out, not... Not if they're going to design yeah, it. No. Yeah, there'll be a Glock carbine sometime 10 years from now, right? We all well, know that. And there'll be a single-stack 9mm about four years from now. Allegedly. Allegedly. There are some long-slide Glocks oh, coming out yes. that are already milled for uh, red dots, like dock optic kind of thing. Be La- still my beating heart. Yeah. Last year, the big news was, one, the 42, and two, the 41. And if you don't know what the 41 is... It is a. It was a long slide, forty-five with a nine millimeter size slide. Well, this year, it's supposedly going to be the four. When you say nine millimeter size slide, you mean in like width, thin, yeah, thick, thin, thickness, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a forty-five with a nice thin slide for easier handling. Okay. And I actually owned one of those, uh, and it is amazing. And it fit into a what fit, holster? Uh, Glock seventeen holster, yeah. open bottom holster, <laughs> right was, into like, it. Slipped right in like it was made for it. So. Uh, and so then this the other year, gun that came out, you yes, had the 41 the 42, and then you had the 42. And we're talking about the 42. That's the small single stack 380 from Glock, made in the USA. And uh, we all thought they should come up with a 9, but they came up with a 380 instead. And we went ahead and shot that just because, uh, you know, for you, the listener, yes. uh, and the follower, uh, so you could see what that was like. And we said, it's a Glock, only it shoots softer. It had a really nice grip, actually. I it didn't was hate small. It. It was it was one of the it's softest like the, shooting three like eighties I've ever shot. It's great. It's like the Prius of guns. I was like, ah, I don't hate you. Yes, I drove a Prius. Yes. I awkwardly liked the Prius. Shot so the shot the forty two. Yeah. I was like, ah, crap. I so like this it. year, look for it's a not long. Really awkward that you like the Prius. Awkward. It fits. But um, yeah, okay. So this year, look for Glock to come out with a long slide ten millimeter, uh, a long slide nine millimeter with the optic. Yeah, not, the, optic the optic mounts. The optic on this yeah. they say is not included, but with the cuts for it, right? And then a forty, basically, and then a ten millimeter. Basically, the core version. If you're if you're familiar with the M and P core, now it's Glock's turn with their Glock long slide model, which would actually mean that they didn't play around. They I think they the followed F- the suit pretty okay. quick. The first one to do this was FN. 
uh, FNH with the FNP Tactical, which is now the FNX Tactical, same thing, but the FNP Tactical. And that was quite a few years ago, right? Over four years ago? And we say Glock's about four years behind the ball. So, yeah, it's about time. So do you think that if they do come out with these long slide Glocks, this is for the competition shooter? Like in the 9 and the 40? I think it's aimed at the tactical and the competition shooter. Because if you've got a 9mm long slide, that's going to be so soft on the recoil. Ah, But But they're coming out with a 10mm at the same time. But you're missing the point. What? It's production. Yes. What does that mean? Production optic guns. Yeah, yeah. We're getting into an era. Well, uh, it does put them into a whole new category yeah. for yes. the three gunners. We're uh-huh. getting into an area of production optics. Does that mean the competition uh, governing bodies are going to follow suit and go into, you know, you can run optics on a production gun? Does that mean they're going to ignore this like it didn't happen? Uh, who knows? Um, but with Glock coming out with tactical slash practical models with uh with with slides milled for red dots, uh and hunting models with slides milled for red dots, uh it seems like they're 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 hedging their bets. They're they're the whole market uh they're trying to open it up to. So uh look for that from Glock for sure. And we're excited to see those and get our hands on them. We'll take some pictures for you. Maybe they'll let them sh- let us shoot them. Hopefully uh that would be nice. You're gonna be able to get your hands on at uh Media Day as well. The yes, Beretta that M- would be nice. The well the Glock and then oh, the Beretta. Beretta ninety two A three. M nine. M nine A three. M nine A three. So we're hoping yes. to get our hands on that. I I'm hoping it's I'm hoping it's hope that it's different than the old Vertec. You guys model. Ready, you guys ready for an eleven hundred dollar Beretta? Because that's what I said. I know that's I'm exactly like, it. You're so cool. I'm never gonna own you. Yeah, yeah and you could buy an eleven hundred dollar Vertec right now. It doesn't come with a threaded barrel, but you can add. Yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. Was uh, some more information kind of came out after the initial hot off the press yes. release from the last one is that it will come with a threaded barrel. Okay, so the threaded barrel, at least the the A3 military edition. Somebody will. said it's going to be if available. Will. Somebody said it's going to be available in a G series. I don't know if that's fact or. Just speculation. I think if it, it is, would make sense so that they could sell it to most police departments. I would. I would Every police department I know of, yeah. they only do the G models. So yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Um, which makes you wonder: Did Glock get it right? Hmm. They, hmm. they got it. They sold enough of them. If if sales equals right, if, if, then if yes, might, they yeah, got it right. If 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 corporate might makes right, then yes, <laughs> yes they, they nailed it. it. Well, if yeah. you think about it too, the the one of the nice things about having that Beretta with a G and it being being a hammered gun and not a striker fired is that you have that decocker with yes. the G model, and I'd then you can't that. put yeah. it onto the safety. That's what you want. So, so there, I there, think that's I think that's the main reason why it's so popular. And now there's at least uh, two two to three companies offering that as an aftermarket um, modification, changing your FS over to a G model or your F or your S or whatever. Um, now, along those lines, I was able to fire my friend's uh, 92FS, which he installed an EFK barrel in, threaded barrel to run a suppressor on. Um, I've shot suppressed Berettas before. Uh, they're very good. Um, however, the addition of this EFK barrel, uh, which is not an inexpensive barrel, but it's it's not too expensive, um, the gun shot much smaller groups. It was amazing how well this gun shot uh, with the addition of this aftermarket barrel. And uh, Is that what the new Beretta is? Is that what you're saying the new ones are going to come with? I, no, no. It's not going to be an EFK barrel. I'm just saying that uh, 
adding on to this. The, right now, the only option if you want a threaded barrel Beretta is to have someone thread your factory barrel or order an aftermarket barrel from the likes of EFK. Right. And I just wanted to let uh, Beretta fans out there know to uh, if you order the EFK barrel, um, it is a good barrel and you sh- it's definitely worth the money, uh, even though it's an upgrade. And maybe, hey, maybe the new Berettas will uh, offer that much better accuracy. Who knows? Because they're coming with the threaded barrels, so it's got to be a newer design. I mean, the M9 that I had was plenty accurate. Yeah, my 92 I mean, FS is very it's accurate enough. I mean, let's get, let's face it; it shoots better than I do. But it, something was added with this aftermarket uh, barrel. The one thing that I do have to say that I hope that they fix with this, and I know a lot of this gun is actually going to come. Uh, is it Cerakoted? I believe. Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. One of the things that I hope that they fix on this, and we talked about it before with on the last show, was honestly the the rusting problem that I had with my barrel. Oh, the terrible my, finish on the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that that's really the only complaint that I ever had. About they my fixed M9. the magazine problem. Did they? And the reason I know this is I've been looking up um, spe- specifications on their magazines, and Beretta factory magazines are now made of stainless and coated, or stainless and special sand anti-friction oh, coating. The sand, it's like or uh, stainless and blackened. So okay. they're not going to rust. They're stainless. Um, uh, the aftermarket companies, Metgar and some of the others, have, have done the same thing. But now you can rest assured that your Beretta mag should be good to go. So out there in the industry, there's been the Leupold um, Delta Point Two that Leupold announced years ago. And it's I think never this come, time come last out. year, they announced it right Is after. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like so about okay. a year ago, maybe a little less. So if you think about the alleged Glocks that are going to be uh-huh. coming out. Uh-huh. Leupold is actually, since they've since canceled that Delta Point 2, they are now going to be moving forward with what they're calling Delta Point Pro. Yeah, the Delta Point Pro, I guess, incorporates what they were saying the Delta Point 2 was going to have. Um, it seems like it's going to be a higher price point, but we're not sure yet just because it hasn't hit the streets. Uh, but uh, the Delta Point, a solid optic, uh, has some issues that people weren't uh, it's not a perfect optic and i think leopold always striving for perfection and always um they have a they have a uh, a penchant for updating their products and always uh, upgrading things and so i they, think they wanted to do that with this program. i think we've talked about this before because the initial contract i'm trying to remember what it was and it might not have been d points it might have been doctors so when the army first got at least the line like my unit got our issue of whatever the 51s or the 31 ecos or whatever they are yes with the piggybacks on them i don't remember the model number it's, it's just the acogs with the piggybacks they CA were 31s i want to say yeah the 31 I could e- be wrong. ecos or so it's some, i don't yeah. know anyway they had rmrs they were not they they had mrds's that were not rmrs on there Really? They had no, yes. So it was either D points yeah. or doctors, one of the two. Really? It was really, really weird. That is I don't odd. know if it was one of those weird contract, you know, well, such Trigicon, and such bid for this, such and such bid for well, the, you know, I, I don't know. If, but like if a I, split award contract or something? Yeah, like a so what I'm getting or something. at, they could have run out of some and the other sucked. one beats mil spec. Which ones? Both of them? No, they are the, the MRDS. Oh, really? Yeah, whatever, whichever one, like dudes were shearing yeah. them off. You'd see oh. guys walking around and... These are line guys. They didn't even know what they had anywhere. Like, sure. oh, that's cool. And the duty get out of the truck, and it would just shear the housing off. So right. all you'd see is like the wires hanging out of the base <laughs> on top of the ACOG. And I'd right. be like, dude, are you, 
where'd that go? And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. It came off. I was like, D- that's a $400 optic. And they're like, oh, really? <laughs> no, not yeah. anymore. They're like, oh, yeah. well, crap. L- Lopal's saying street price on this sucker is going to be about six. So what I'm Ooh. well, the thing is the D that's points. Hot. Basically, the RMR rules the roost, and I'm not saying that to. to I'm just telling you what it is. I've I've seen I've seen the insights person. I've seen the insights break. I've seen the D points break. Sure, I've seen RMRs break. Yeah, it takes a lot. To if break you need an RMR. a ruggedize a ruggedized optic, you need to go with the Trajicon. And I think Delta Point wants some of that market. Delta Point. What Louisville I'm being wants well, what market. I'm being Louisville told with is the, the Delta Pro right. has been tested by people. People in quotations. This one apparently they pulled out all the stops and they they sent it to the right elements and the right entities to have them just run the hell out. Well, of if it. you think about and it, the deep, the the Delta Point Two was originally uh, touted as being a four hundred and fifty dollar optic, and if yeah. this one's looking at it close to six hundred dollars, they better be bringing something. They better to the be table. bringing it. Now, so, one of the things that I do think is interesting about this that I haven't noticed with other uh, optics like this. Maybe I'm wrong or whatever, but this yeah. actually has iron sights on the back. Yeah, it has an integrated rear sight. So which if those some guys other, did shear it off, they'd have another sight at least. Well, some of the others have, have attempted to do this, some of them poorly, some of the other red dots out there. Uh, I think uh, Leupold, it's actually adjustable rear sight on yeah, this thing. Elevation so you, and windage. So, I don't know. That's cool. So you could zero it. And um, I don't know. Uh, like you said, uh, at this price point, have they priced themselves out of the market? Because at this price point, you can get an RMR, which is proven, right? Yep, absolutely. And uh, they, they're going to offer... I guess we're going to have to wait get our hands on it. Let's see. Um, Maybe they'll have a better glass the Delta or point, something. Maybe the Delta Point 2 different. was supposed to have some motion sensing technology, like their uh, VXR scopes. That's kind of their big thing. Yeah, so if it has that, that'll that'll give them so a leg this, up on some of the competition. What this means for anyone that doesn't know is when you take your rifle on, on the scopes or what would be with this, you put your pistol into a case, and you close that case, you can leave it on. Yes. And not until you actually open it and it senses movement in front of it does the optic turn back on, or you can push the button itself. But it's a way of having it ready to go at all times yes. without having to fumble with a button yeah. if, say, you're the kind of person that doesn't want to keep a round in the chamber or doesn't want to keep a magazine there because you have your kids or something like that. You can yes. actually pick that up, not have to put a magazine into it, chamber it, and then fiddle around with turning it on. Basically, yeah. everybody but Aimpoint should have this technology because Aimpoint has figured out a way to make a red dot last forever. So well, yeah, what is it? Six hundred fifty six years now? Are they the yeah, six year life shelf life? And I don't even know what the T two gets. On, it's probably longer. On like one of the medium to low settings or something like that. Sure, but on you actually can like uh, for my law enforcement friends, including my brother, I told them you uh, you turn your sight, you turn your aim point on to the level you like it, and then you put it in the car, right? And then you take it out of the car every shift. You don't you turn it don't off. Do you don't turn it off. You just put else. it in the case. Right. And then once a year, you on your birthday, you change out the battery. And if you miss a year, like, oh, I forgot to change that. This You're year. okay. You're okay. You change out next year. It's cool. So everyone else so seems to need some. That's so misunderstood. Need, seems to need some technology, which this is the answer to that, I guess. Um, the, the, you know, that's one the of the motion things. Sensing. I like it. I like the idea of it. I, I like it, but it's that's not going to stop it from turning on if you holster it. And is your concealed carry? Or yeah, you'll have like to manually that. turn it off. Yeah, you'll have yeah. to kind of. Yep. Yeah, like, but w- we don't know what the battery life will be yet. It might be long enough to where it do- that doesn't matter. 
You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, for a gun, you're going to put in the gun safe. It, it's a nice feature to have. But for a gun you're carrying, the battery life may be a year or two. So maybe you can just turn it on you know, and leave it on. Well, the reason I was saying this is, you know, Ethan's a lot more into the Tier 1 gear, you know, oh, that the military stop it. might Come use. Come on, stop it. But, Six-second mount. But what he if, stop. He what just if this? What if this, the long slide 9 millimeter? was put together with the military guys who then worked with Leupold to make this perfect optic for it to mount on top I, of this alleged I'm, Glock. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest sense. I mean, because we know, and you've said it huh. multiple times, a lot of guys are wanting Glocks. I over would. What they're, you know, here's I, the thing. I Big military, not coming away from manual safety. It's just not no, happening. No, no, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. And, and an about optic that's high end? Yeah, yeah other side an of the optic house? at $600, yeah, Here, all day. Here's the problem. That's where I'm thinking it might be connected. Here's the problem with your theory. All the pictures of the uh, MOS Glocks, the optic-ready Glocks, yes. have trigger guns on them. That's not a problem with my theory. <laughs> Do you know why it's not a why? problem with my theory? Why? They took them off so you didn't know. No. To be- throw you. Because they're, they're listed, yeah. at least under these releases, as optic not included. Okay. Maybe when this was being put out there, maybe as they were trying to run with this, uh-huh. they didn't want to put the Leupold on there. They didn't want to have that... Oh, it was still That's secret. The same thing. Yeah, and if you yeah, look yeah. at the pictures that are released, there's different ones. It's not all the same optic on each one of these guns. Yes. Um, so, uh-huh. Eat and that. a Glock with an aim point would be ideal. Glock with a T1 or H1? Hmm. I know the initial T1s hmm. were that that was a they had to work on that. They were they were shredding T1s on I didn't know that on yeah, pistols. Yeah. I didn't know that. Hmm. This, this, was, this was probably Four years ago, yeah. four or five years ago now, but I mean, it's, well, they've definitely fixed that. Yeah, it's there come are plenty a long of people way. running them on guns. Yeah, okay. Uh, what else at Glock? Oh, uh, uh, Glock. Glock at shot. shot. Well, we're going to be Glock looking at, at uh, CZ. Is Ooh, going to be. Coming, we definitely have to stop by that. Coming booth. to oh, to shot show with a U.S. made 1911 A1. I'm, I'm having a lot of trouble with this. And if anyone out there knows anything, let's uh, tweet me, email me, send me a phone call. However you do it. Uh, why is CZ okay? CZ's moved some manufacturing over here to the U.S. already. I know they make some of their safari grade guns. I want to say shotgun. No, that's not right. Something else. Anyways, um, if they're going to move some handgun production over here to the U.S., why start with a 1911? CZ's already got 1911 production here under Dan Wesson. Right? I think you're playing on the feels of Americans. Who want their nineteen living? Is CZ about to take a big chunk of the market that they didn't have before from people who don't know what CZs are and don't buy CZs? I guess let's, the thing let's face is, it. CZs C- probably you're the most not going to win seventy fives. You're never get that, that, yeah. that. We're thirty years too late, so you're oh. never going to win seventy fives because that's a new gun. Like you, yeah. that, which we know we we know that it's not. A what new do you gun. mean when you keep saying you're never going to win a? They're not going to get more market share. The Glock exists. Okay, okay that's, that's what I was trying exist. to understand. Oh, I you're never going to have a CZ in every cop's holster. Yeah, not happening. In that case. Okay. It's not happening. Even when they attempted the tactical and all that. Yep. That's it's, just not not, it's not going to It's not going to happen. It's not. It won't. If you go to USP, They're 30 USPSA or IPSC, you will see CZs. But, like you said, you won't see them in a cop's well, holster. You're, you're 30 years, a price point, and one Cold War behind getting that. <laughs> I'm serious. That's, yeah. that's well, look why. At, right. Look at the, all the information that's so far come out you know, and has been posted on multiple sources is that this CZ is going to basically be a GI model, yeah. and it's going to run $849. Yeah. Basically, they're kind of parroting what Remington did with the R1, right? 
I mean, this is how Remington rolled the 1911. Yes. They came with the R1, U.S. made. They they made a new subsidiary to sell it. Maybe CZ's doing the same thing. Maybe this is a smart move because Remington obviously has succeeded with the R1 because they now have 15 different versions of it, mm-hmm. and they're using that to replace all the R51s people bought. But, so, but has has Taurus not taken a chunk of that market with all of their? Here's here's the issue with Taurus. One is Taurus took two years. From the announcement of that pistol and it appearing mm-hmm. in the gun rags to you actually being able to walk into a dealer and see one and touch one and hold one. Okay. It took way too long. But they've now saturated the gun was that vaporware. market. Maybe CZ during that time <sighs> was trying to rush this out and beat yeah. them to it. And now uh-huh. they've already invested the money. It's it's just kind of a go. From what well, and Taurus doesn't have a GI model. People like the GI model. Yeah, I know, and that's, I know. that's what this is going to have. Rock this is Island have, sells a ton of them. This is going to have the walnut grips yes. and taller sights. Now it differentiates because the sights are not terrible, terrible GI sights. Because if anybody's shot a vintage 1911, so some of the worst sights ever put on a pistol ever made. They're terrible. Okay, and they're not really replaceable. The front's tenon staked on, and the rear is a tiny little dovetail. So. Uh, CZ smartly is not doing this. Yeah, they, it looks they like have this a dovetail. Is dovetail on the front. Yeah, they have and a dovetail front, dovetail rear, so you can swap it out, which is smart. Um, and uh, our friends down at Dawson will make a site for it because they make a site for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Every dovetail ever imagined. Seriously, if you need sites, check that out. Uh, but the CZ, um, yeah, maybe. Maybe the 1911 is the entry point now for every single large manufacturer. I don't. I don't know. Um, I think it's a standard. Yeah, it's just we got to make a nineteen eleven. Striker fire is still not a standard. Is something? Oh, really? You think it's so? not? As far as because it's yeah. Glock, it's not. It's not a design standard. Well, let's think Glock. about this. It's not a design year. standard. It's a Glock standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a fighting pistol standard or or duty pistol standard, but not a a, a gun. You sell to gun owners standard? Right. I can see that. Okay. It's yeah. not a standard that everybody feels they need to own. I yes. still feel like I need to own a 1911. Is Beretta going to come out with a striker-fired pistol anytime soon then? Wait, they have one. The they, Nano striker-fired, right? Didn't we decide that? The Nano was. Yeah. I don't remember. I've fiddled with it. I just don't remember. But they're going to come out with a striker-fired duty pistol. Are they going to stick with their rotating Listen, barrel hammer I'm thing? I'm just waiting for Is Beretta a striker-fired revolver. They probably had one of those, right? We probably look. I don't know because they always weird... they always call them spurless, but it's not actually striker fire. There's still a no, hammer no, still inside hammer. of it moving. Yeah. Why so, don't they make so that? Let, let's let's kind of recap here. Remington mm. running a 1911. Ruger's got a 1911. Springfield Smith got and Wesson's got a 1911. Springfield Armory has always had a 1911, right? Yeah. Um, but they well a couple of years ago they re-released like you were saying the GI model. They well, started they, pushing you started that real seeing hard. them again in the stores. I don't know if yeah. they ever quit making them or what. Well, they they marketed it uh, again. At yes, least they came yes, back yes. and they said, "Hey, check out the GI yeah. model. It's That's what true. your grandfather used," kind of thing. Yeah. Colt has a a GI model now. Colt, you know, had some had several retro guns. Taurus, which they sold all of them. Taurus doesn't have a retro nineteen eleven. No, they don't have a retro nineteen yeah. eleven. Rock Island, of course, has Rock Island has always had the retro, and now they have the fancy tactical models. Para, which, by the way, yeah, uh, the Rock Island nine millimeter with the 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 the, the rail. Oh yeah, yeah. 
that we've all been waiting for. It is now for sale. It's at shops. People have them in their hands. The five inch or the four and a quarter inch? The four and a quarter. God, that's been out. Oh. You, <laughs> you want the five my, inch? You got my hope. Yeah, but this is this is only six hundred some odd bucks at I the know. discount place. That's a, and that's I might a just have deal. to it's a great deal would, for a nine millimeter nine line with a rail to, and V Z grips. And, and I love I love that nine millimeter. It's I mean great. you can just sit there and hammer the target. It doesn't even move. That's why I was talking about the Glock. That they were long side Glock being nine millimeter. There's yes. not going to be any recoil on that thing. It'll be nice and smooth. that's almost like a way of being able to shut out. Have you ever shot a 17 L? I haven't shot a 17. Dude, yeah, the long side nine millimeter, the super long side. Ah, uh, maybe not the super. That's long. the 34. Five. Okay, so the you know how that, is like four. You know the lineage half. behind that, right? So the 34 and the 35, nine and 40 respectively, are box legal. Yeah, we talked about the box here on the show, okay, right? So yeah. the US, okay. US PSA box? Is it yeah, IDP? I forget which Whatever, one. Whoever one, got the IDP, box, yeah, yeah. you have to fit the gun into the box. Yeah. They're box legal. They came after the 17L and the... 35. No, It was a 35. Yeah, 34. No, 24. 24, that's what 24 it was. and 17L. So there was a super yeah. long side, like five and a half, yes. like near six-inch Glock. It's, it's a thing. You can go buy them. They're not box legal, though. Mm-hmm. So the 34, if you take it and put it in a box, it's literally going to be like maxed out to the spec of the competition box for a production gun. Mm-hmm. So there is a super long slide Glock in 9mm, in 40. They've actually been there quite some time. Well, nowadays time. with the aftermarket, let's face it, you can make whatever Glock you want. I mean, Glock factory models are still you know limited to certain ones, and the 17 and the 24 are very limited edition models. 17L, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, you know, if you want to go to Lone Star... A lone star, lone wolf, or somebody like that. Uh, you can definitely get whatever Glock you want, yeah, and whatever size slide, whatever size grip. Uh, speaking of uh, Glock grips, I have no idea what I was going to say. That's terrible. Well, we'd like to uh, make sure we do a uh, shout out to our range sponsor, ETTS. Yes, Extreme Tactical Training Solutions. Tactical Training Solutions out in Waxahachie. Yes, Texas. Right? Yes, I got something right. I just call it the man playground. It's a cool. You know, you need to. If you're listening to this and you're within driving distance of Waxahachie, Texas, go go there, try it out. You'll buy a membership before you leave because it's that cool. Yeah, it's, it a, is, it's an amazing. It's probably it's one got of the best bays, ones I've ever been to. It's got long range. It's got short range. It's got medium range. It's got every range in between. It's it's well. It's kept. got home on the range. It's got every range, man. Yeah. There might even be a cooking range there. No, we literally, there's a house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. There is a cooking range. I don't know if you're. Are you allowed to use it? I don't. I'm just don't saying know. there's a house. Well, don't ask for that range. Just ask for the shooting part. Um, they ha- they offer training, uh, memberships. Uh, it's clean. It's Very well clean. run. Uh, it offer. It has great amenities. If 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 you're th- think of the range you normally shoot at, right? It's, and then it's think, probably better than that. And then think of all it the things they won't let that. you do there. No, I'm not talking about like. Unless you're shooting at Bo Rogers' place or like Blackwater, um, you need to go to ETTS. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really the, want to go shoot. Bill run Rogers and gun, shoot from a holster, shoot from different positions. All the stuff that you they they the not the range Nazis won't let you do at your range. You can do it here, and you don't have to worry about somebody uh, shooting you because they're an idiot and they're there. Because we, I've never seen that. I've never no, seen that. I've never seen the typical somebody range, not knowing how to handle their. Yeah, gun. the the typical range guy who you want to stay away from. I've never seen him there. 
There might be one there. I'm Don't not, get me wrong. I'm but not I've part of their. One. I'm not part of their business practices. But I, I have a feeling that they kind of vet everybody before just saying, "Oh yeah, memberships for anybody and everybody." You know if they don't, they do now. No, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just but because, like you said, I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never been out there on the range when I've 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 been to other ranges where I've actually left. Yes, I have yes. said. Felt okay, unsafe. it is time yes. to go. Oh, absolutely, we are loading yeah. up. That guy just spun around, did a you that know just point is good. seventy to shoot a, a clay target out of the air. One of our listeners actually got ejected from a range not too long ago for checking somebody on that. And they oh got, really? He got he got mount like the guy did it and he put him in check and the guy did it again and so my friend came off the handle. My friend, he's a listener of ours, yes. came off the handle and they were like, "You have to leave." And he's like, "Okay, don't mind if I do." Yeah, you don't want to stay there anyways, yeah, right? No, yeah. no problem. It was in California. <sighs> so ETTS, <laughs> Waxahachie, Texas. Check them out. Uh, Facebook, uh, website. Google uh, search ETTS. Yes, yes. Extreme Tactical Training Solutions. Yes. Um, the other thing, speaking of California Uh-oh. and your uh, silly, silly rules, there, Silly rules in California. Um, apparently, there is a single shot pistol law in california i noticed uh, a while back when i started selling guns there's a california legal okay uh gsg have this has this 22 caliber mp5 clone they actually got sued by hk because it was too much like an hk right um but uh and we talked about that on the podcast actually but uh anyways there's no way this gun's California legal. It is a it is a uh, MP5 clone, you know, 25 round mag. Uh, it's fun. It's a fun. Yeah, it's too fun. It's fun. Got to be California legal. There's a California model. I'm like going, okay, what makes this a California model? I'm trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. It's because it comes with the single shot lead sled magazine that's fixed. You got to have a screwdriver do it to take it out, right? So it's a single shot. 22 HKMP5 pistol thing. So this is what I discovered. There is some weird exemption on, under California DOJ statutes that allows single-shot pistols in California that don't meet the normal California DOJ definitions of California legal. For imp- importation is what you're... Yeah, for importation into California from normal places like Texas and, and Ohio. Okay. Um, so one of these things I learned about another oddity, and you guys can Google this. It's a, it, it's mind blowing. There's like a, it's a Ruger LC nine LCP or LC nine. Either way, it's a Ruger LC nine with like an eleven inch barrel. Yeah, what? just the barrel, not the slide. It's got a standard slide, eleven inch barrel, and it doesn't. It comes with like a weird lead sled magazine thing. That's not a real magazine. It's just a kind of a grip holder, and so it's a single shot, eleven inch barrel model now it also comes in the box with that <laughs> comes a, a standard slide and upper so you just take that weird 11 off with it so evidently under this california law you can import this you can only import this gun with this weird configuration but once you get it in there you can switch it over to any configuration you want right so uh so california's closing that loophole they've now yeah. passed a law now, if you remember a while back, uh, open carry was legal in California as long as the gun wasn't loaded. They fixed that. Uh, open carry is not legal in California now. And now they fixed this single-shot uh, exemption um, that has uh, produced such oddities as this uh, 11-inch barreled 
Ruger and the uh, single shot GSG 522. I think it just reactivated my heartburn listening to all that. Yeah, yeah. that was a little bit painful. Now, here's the <laughs> thing we don't know all the laws and regulations in California, just like we don't know all the laws and regulations in uh We don't know the laws and Canada. regulations anywhere. Well, in, you know in Canada, we've had somebody oh, who's. Because we're not doctors, we don't deal with the law. <laughs> Lawyers. Pilots? <laughs> Baseball players. Scuba divers. Those are the important ones. Hey, swimming a shipwreck is very dangerous. You need to know all the laws that could I've go. There are laws. Yeah, there, there are, are tons laws. of laws. Actually, there really are. I actually wanted to go scuba dive. My buddy was like, dude, you can't. You don't have the license. You can actually go to jail for Oh, that. you just get a Mexican. You just go down to Mexico on a scuba dive trip? They don't even ask for your license. No, that's different. Great. Like, you have to have, like, fresh water and then depth and then then tech, uh, you have to do tech dive. Yeah, tech like how far in front of you you can see. All that's licensing. Oh, but, I have one of those. Yeah, I'm Patty certified. Oh yeah, but, I know. But we have had a listener that has been uh-huh. helping us. I was on the Twittersphere, and one of our listeners, Model Citizen, uh, his handle's like at Model CDN, however that works on the Twitter. Um, he chimed in and answered some of our questions. Some of the things we talked about on this podcast was how to pronounce the Colt subsidiary of Canada. It's Dimeco. Ooh. Yeah, die maker, die maker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Answer that in a tweet. Uh, and he let us know that uh, they had the, we talked about the 18 and a half inch barrel thing uh, being an unrestricted firearm in Canada. And uh, he let us know that that was true and that they can have eight inch uh, shotguns up there. Yeah, we can't have eh? eight. Yeah, eh? Eh? Yeah, so uh, I told surprise? him. I told him we were jealous hey. of his eight-inch no. shotgun rule because yeah. who doesn't like an eight-inch? I want a Serbu. I really. I've do shot one. Serbu. They're can, amazing. So can they legally do a sawed-off shotgun, or do they have to take it somewhere? Is it a factory? Here's a question for him. Yeah, yeah, that's a question. Factory, or do you have to like cut it down yourself? We or could like ask a pre- or like a registry, like before. Yeah. Next day it's of probably year. under the I would guess I would venture a guess that it's under the most restrictive rule whatever that is but yeah. you can still have it yeah because I know there's a restrictive rule you can't have like an AR-15 you can't have it for some reason but like a because uh, it's a military weapon yeah there's certain guns that are illegal by name and I know the AR-15 falls I'm sure the AK does too um, but you can have we've talked but about VZ. you can have a Tavor or, or a VZ. VZ yes exactly I saw a picture this week uh-huh. of talking about Tavors randomly of a guy in Donbass, which is the airport in the Ukraine where this big siege is going on, uh-huh. the Russians, Tavor. Yeah. He's I see, just I standing there rocking a Tavor. Yeah. Well, before we move on, Did I want to Did he have give... the Timney trigger package, though? Probably. I saw he had hmm. the extended hand guard, the Timney arms, trigger package. Yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he didn't. Uh, I kid. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give uh, Mad Cushy props and a shout-out to uh, Model Citizen uh, for being our first uh, tweeted, twittered, Yes, at Model CDN for all you. uh, Yes, and we're at Gun Show Podcast. If you want to talk to us, and uh, and yeah, make sure you follow that. And I respond. There will be tweets going out. Scott responds. Everything. Yeah, I look at it. Especially when I'm. I don't know what this is. Especially when I'm looking at going. What is this in my Twitter feed? I don't even understand. It's never dinged like that. Oh, somebody tweeted us. I got all excited. I. Okay, I didn't get that excited. He did, actually. I did. <clears throat> well, we do have a, another listener who uh, is from Oklahoma. His name is Eric. And he is... So mad cushy props to Eric. Virtual high five. He just man. got out of the hospital, so give him a nice high five. He had a crappy week. Virtual... Like a, you know like a good, like... 
Mm, like a lot of emphasis. Two virtual high fives. Yes. Yeah, we want all of our listeners to go ahead and give him the virtual high five. All of you right now listening, yeah. virtual high five. As long as you're in a safe hey, place, you, you too, guy. Do that. You too. Don't yeah, think I'm you're talking insane. about the guy yeah. over there. Yes, the you. dude on the treadmill can do the virtual high five. And if it's you're at a safe. red light and your wife yes. is not giving the virtual <laughs> high five, just stare at her until it turns green. And be like, come on, make it come uncomfortable. On, come on, make not it uncomfortable. Yeah. As long as it's safe. As long as it's safe. Five. As long as it's safe. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Eric from Oklahoma is uh, wanting us to debate the virtues of a shotgun versus an AR. Well, one is longer than no wait. So let's shorter. Let's break this down oh, into sure. specifically. Maybe we'll uh-huh. we'll go into like maybe patrol or something later. But I was going to say let's break this down for home defense yeah, usage. Because for bird hunting, an AR-15 is terrible. I'm just letting you know Maybe right now. Maybe for you. Maybe not for ostriches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what kind of bird? Why would an ostrich have an AR-15? If you're, if oh, you're, birds that hunt. Yeah, I would not recommend. <laughs> no. I mean, lack of opposable thumbs. Yeah. If you're going after do like well. a pterodactyl, then you <laughs> you might might be having some problems. That was good. I like that. All right. So let's kind of everybody, let's give a general overview real quick, and then we'll debate it. Ethan, for home defense... AR or shotgun? AR. Scott. Oh, that's a tough one. I want to say AR, but I think I'm going to say shotgun. I think. Are you just going to say that because I said AR? Do you really? No, mean no, that? no. I have like ARs, and if we had the conversation, and we can have this conversation where I will recommend to someone else an AR 15, but for some reason, I have the shotgun handy ist and loaded and ready to rock and roll. Okay, so that's not be based on what you have handy. Yeah. yeah. I think that. Uh, for a home at home sure. with no kids or other people in the yeah. house, an AR. If yeah. you've got a bunch of people in your house uh-huh. or you live in an apartment, maybe a shotgun. Even though I've seen shotguns travel through quite a few walls. That's where I'm, dude, that's where I'm See, going. That's, I'm there, talking there's two things. issues yeah. now. There's two, well, okay, so now let's go ahead and break yeah. it down. So people talk about penetration issues. They talk about stopping power. They t- and, there's, and there's pros and cons to each one of those weapon systems as far as that goes. But... Before we get into the nuances of it, I think we need to talk about what you are best with. You know, what you are accustomed to. What have you had the most time on? What have you had the most training with? What do you feel the most comfortable with? Um, I think that's what you need to grab. So if you're a GI type who do did, you live out in the country where you're gonna might have to take a shot at somebody? Yeah, if you're gonna have to shoot 500 yards you, for you some know, weird reason on you your ranch, probably or something. grab the rifle type thing. Okay. Yeah, when you find that random meth lab in the back of your property and you're like, hey, are you supposed yeah. to be there? Do you live out in the middle of nowhere and you have I don't know chickens? People have chickens, right? Yes. Okay. Hence. And you have chickens and they're getting. Eaten by a the crow. problem is is when they have coyotes and they have chickens. See, yeah. Do you That's have do you have problem. a coyote problem? Do you have an owl problem where you need to shoot an owl instead of a? Can you shoot an owl? I don't. Think I don't so. know. I okay, do that. not an owl. Nope. That just sounds some bad. other do that. animal that's eating your chickens. Do you actually know that having if you pick up an owl that is dead, uh-huh. it is Still against no the go. law. Yeah, don't do that. That's Either not an owl illegal, in my pocket. Though. It is illegal to have possession of an huh. owl. Interesting. I imagine Period. that varies from state to state, right? Or is that a federal thing? I'm pretty sure it's federal. Okay, be, well, yeah. don't pick up an owl. Okay. But regardless, just err but on there, the ca- but, air side but of caution. But there are scenarios where a shotgun would be a better gun to have handy than an AR. And there are scenarios where an AR-15 would be the best gun to have handy over a shotgun. But like right, I said... And we, and we can't break that down for him individually no, no, unless no, no, he's no, here no, to no, discuss no. it with us. If there's an 11 Bravo who never hunted a day in his life, never handled a shotgun, 
He went to war for us, uh, learned how to manipulate an M4, had a lot of time on it, had trigger time on it, and came back. It would be silly to to say you should get a shotgun for home defense, right? He's yeah. got the most time on an AR-15 platform. He's comfortable with an AR-15 platform. Give him an AR-15. It would be silly to tell someone who has only carried around an AR-15 since the day he was turned 18 yeah. and to tell him that he needs a 12-gauge shotgun, shotgun. of two shells. And you just have yeah. to fire those two shots. Through the door and out the balcony. Whichever, so yeah. I don't remember. Which one is it That's first? not us saying that, by the no, way. No, no. That's no. our vice president. Uh, but, but, yeah, so... I think that's the most important thing. What you're most comfortable with. There's nothing wrong with either platform. I think that's a thing where well, we're going to argue nuances. Eric. I said, right? yeah, I was like, dude, I don't want to have. I don't want to have this discussion. I straight up was like, yeah. I mean, we can talk about it, but sure. I don't want to have this yeah, discussion. When, it's not a when versus Ethan thing. Came it's not to an me, argument. It's when not an argument. It's a discussion. Yeah. When Ethan came to me to talk about it, he just he had this look, and he's just so drained. And he's like, I don't, you know, we we can talk about it, but I don't know if we should. See, I don't. People talk about we've talked about it on this podcast. The shotgun is very versatile, but if you look at all the ammo that's out there for an AR-15, it's become a ridiculously versatile gun too. Yes, there's long range ammo, there's short range ammo, there's frangible ammo, there's there's you know really, really varmint ammo, there's people ammo, there's subsonic heavy ammo, there's hunting ammo, but not for people. There's hunting ammo, but not for people. But the people ammo is the same as the hunting ammo. It's just in a different box. Yes. For some reason, uh, one so, is tactical versus. Yes. Uh, oh, and then there's one in between. Varmint. Okay. Federal has a they call it the gold dot. No, federal. Yeah, federal spear gold dot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For AR-15s for patrol rifles, it's the same bullet off the same machine as the federal fusion, which is a hunting round. Totally. And different. now, and last year at Shot Show, Federal introduced the MSR, which is a tactical version of their hunting round. Yeah, I'm so confused now. But anyways, uh, I digress. Uh, the AR-15, um, the pros are uh, 30 round plus capacity, right? Easy manual of arms. Quick, quick and easy to reload. Easy manual of arms. If you know it, it can be confusing to a beginner. I guess Minimal with the whole recoil. charging handle and the left hand, right and, hand. And thing. Scott, you actually a couple months ago, you did have to deal with somebody who was handling an AR uh, that kept jamming. And he was kind of a new guy to the whole shooting world back in August. Yeah, I think when, we were on uh, the podcast. Shooting rabbits. Oh, yeah. We had some. We uh, were having some varmint. We were taking care of some, some varmint. I don't know what the. I can't but remember you what were, the issue But was. where I'm going with that is, is aside from that, yeah. is you were actually having to try to explain this to somebody and try to explain yes. fixing it. Yeah. How, did, how hard was that? It's difficult in the heat of the moment. One, to fix it. Two, to figure it out in the dark, in the heat of the moment. And we're just shooting at rabbits, right? We're not, we're not having to fight for our life. Right, you're not getting income yeah. or something. Uh, but that's true of both platforms, though. I mean, can you imagine trying to stressfully reload your shotgun from a side saddle or something? You it know, sucks. And you've never done it before, and you forgot to put the pump forward or whatever. Or, Let me tell you this. Or you I, have a shell jam in the, in, the, in the magazine. I have seen on more than one occasion... The guys that like to do that over the top shell drop. Yeah. Miss I've it? seen no. I've seen it the wrong way. Oh, and they and what happens under the gun. What do they do when they time. do that? They run it home. And oh, it just, just jams, jams it. the gun solid. And now it's a club. 
And you, what, what do yeah. you do? You have to get a pair of pliers because you can't stick a rod down yeah. the end of it and knock that shell out. So back to the AR-15 platform, though. So pros are, we've talked about, uh, once you know it, manual of arms, when, right? Uh, that can be said capacity. for any, any gun. Well, any gun. That's true. Uh, I would argue, I would argue that the, that the, the AR-15 is more ergonomic than the shotgun. You know but what? not by much. Let not me, enough to matter. Let me also put okay. it to you this way, too. If you have a pump shotgun yeah. and one of your hands does go down, yeah. that shotgun's not going to be getting pumped. Uh, it's much more difficult to run a shotgun. Not, unless you, have this, yeah. not unless you have this serious, serious presence of mind to learn, like know how to run one. If you got a hand stop and you can run it off your and leg. And you can run it from both. Off your, your, belt your weak hand. Well, the same can be said for an AR-15. No, trying to reload but But, let, but here's what I'm handed. trying to go with this. Yeah. If, say, somebody comes in, you exchange fire, you get hit on the first round on yeah. your shotgun. You're not going to be able to pump oh, that. It's not a with an AR, yeah. you've yeah. still got, if you if you had one in the chamber and a 30-round magazine, you still have 30 mm. rounds to go um, to try to stop that threat from happening. Well, to play devil's advocate, you take a round, the first round in your magazine of your AR-15, and you better have a spare because it's useless without the magazine. Yeah. I mean, that's... So, I mean, you could single load it, but now we're getting... Now we're getting into the what is yeah. and everything. Oh, yeah. So... Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Well, you know, if you get shot in the face, you're probably going to need a new face (laughs) because that your face is. You can't run the shotgun with the face. Yeah, you're not running. We're going to get one of those in the middle of the day. You know, the Air 15 is an easier platform to put a name point on. I'd I'd have to say modular. It's much more modular. It already comes with a rail. Now you can easily most modern shotguns you can easily mount a rail on and do the same. If it's a Mossberg, pretty much. Yeah, all 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 popular tactical shotguns are drilled and tapped. You know. so, so you have that advantage of an AR-15. Um, I'd have to say uh, for recoil-sensitive AR-15 or suppressed, if you're going to suppress it, you mm-hmm. can run AR-15. You, you have to argue AR-15. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as terminal ballistics go, or hey, ballistics you, through AR-15 walls. with a um, a Sig brace. Yes, you can run a super short gun versus yes. to having to having to have an 18-inch uh, shotgun That's barrel. That's true. You can SB, not SBR, a pistol. An AR-15 pistol would be easier to run than any sort of shotgun. Very even compact. Inch, yeah. Here's the deal. Clearing a house with a 26-inch is not fun. Unless you, A, are trained, <laughs> and B, know what you're doing, and you have an objective, the AR-15 just outclasses it. Like, for the in this in this situation... I mean, there's something seriously to be said. Like, if you ever look at buckshot, like how big it is, you're essentially just shooting someone with like nine nine millimeter rounds simultaneously. Yes. There is something really to be said for taking buckshot to the chest or whatever. All else being equal, and still standing, there would be a lot to be said about that. All there else, would be nothing said because yeah. I just keep going until there was. Here's the problem with the Air 15. Now, I don't don't get me wrong. Like I said, I would probably recommend an Air 15 to almost everybody who is you know all else being equal. Here's the problem with the AR-15. One is initial cost. An AR-15 yeah. that's ready for home defense with a light on it is bucks. not a cheap price. And maybe a red dot, you know, obviously. And yeah, you, you start throwing a red dot on it. You don't want really iron to... sights on anything. That's a, even if not it's a, a shotgun for night fighting. You know, I have, I have my opinions on that. You'd have to train with either one. Let's just face it. Technically, no. Yeah. What would no? Well, I mean, you have to train. Oh, okay. But not... Oh. But technically, as compared to but a red dot, like I don't, I actually don't think you. If you know how to line that's the sights true. up, that's true. Because like, we've talked about this. A red dot is easier to train on. Oh yeah, right. no, ab- absolutely. Not, not going to get anything out of me to the, to the contrary. But, but 
I have iron sights uh-huh. on my gun, and I have employed my gun at night uh-huh. with with the light. Yeah, I didn't feel yeah, like fine any for you. seriously okay. any worse for the wear. I've I, I I've run both. I've run a red dot at night, and I've run iron sights at night. And the red dot is a thousand times easier. It's so so uh, I think you could. It's a wash for this argument for the weapons platform because each one has a comparable red dot on it. They're going to be just as expensive. There you go, Eric. I okay. hope you're happy. This is what you got. This is, yeah. We got you, nowhere. You asked We this. got nowhere. You know what? He did it. He got the show he over an it. hour long. I told you. I was like, hey. <laughs> you want this show to be an hour be, long? You, this is it. You want a toe? I can get you a toe. Yeah. I got ways, man. You don't want to know, but I got ways. Um, <laughs> the shotgun, uh, like I said, the price point, though, the entry level of a price point, let's face it, any pump-action shotgun from a reputable manufacturer will work. And those start at the two hundred dollar price point, especially if you go down to a pawn uh, shop. Okay, yeah, you could buy, it, but it you're into a shotgun under three hundred, so you could yeah, literally walk into a shotgun, yeah. put a light on. I'm talking mount light, yeah. gun, and a full complement of ammo, and yeah. probably a bandolier to store another ten rounds on board yeah. it for length less than for five hundred. I mean, oh, all day long, yeah, yeah. yeah. without a so, doubt. So we're looking Surefire at this from all the name brand, from yeah. every Even, name brand. Company yeah. So out a there. well-equipped AR-15 versus a well-equipped uh, home defense shotgun, we're looking at twice the price for the AR-15 or half the price of on the shotgun, depending on how you look. I'm at waiting it. for that one guy that's that's going to be like, not for me. Like he's gonna he's sitting there listening to Some, the show. Yeah, no, someone's go, like, not oh, for me. Looks no. over at his. His whatever he's got in the corner, he's like, uh-uh, yeah, uh-uh, no, no, no way, bro, no, no way, yeah. I, I, and I'm I, like, this AR was 700, and I could outdo anybody. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, way, bro, yes, yes. Well, we talked about batteries. Uh, if you're running less than an aim point on your home defense gun, when you turn it on, you may not get a red dot. So, and we've discussed that at length here. You you know you I've actually turned on an aim point and got no red light before. Oh, I've broken. Were aim you points. looking on the wrong end? Straight no, up, no. I've broken aim points. No, no, no joke. The there. guy didn't put batteries in it. <laughs> Bam! That's how you get an aim point not to turn on. <laughs> you just I take the batteries wondered. out. I actually wore out. I actually drained a battery in my aim point, and it. I think it took like five years though and it was an, it was a pre-aset technology it was an ml2 so oh, okay so it had a three-year battery life it took me five years to kill it <laughs> and i was happy with it that's a hard life and i put my spare battery in it and it's still in it so yeah so uh yeah did we exhaust the, the shotgun versus ar i think we have i think we could talk yeah. about terminal ballistics though but but and you talked about how devastating having nine pellets of buckshot hit someone is but it's Pretty devastating to get shot with a 55-gram projectile at 2,700-odd feet per second yeah. at a short AR. I mean, that's absolutely the... And so we're talking nuances of terminal ballistics. Now, if you want to start talking specialty ammo, uh, like we've always said on this podcast, uh, if it's if it's too non-penetrating, if it doesn't penetrate drywall and bedspreads and things like that, then it won't penetrate a bad guy. So it's probably not. I think that yeah, that would be like a beanbag round, probably. Yeah, I think even a beanbag round would pop a hole in birdshot a little bit. Oh, a close enough range, you'll kill somebody with those. Sure, it's still lethal. Never, ever, ever going to hear me say do that. (laughs) Yeah, and I've told people professionally, sir, I don't think you should do this. But or or those dragon breath fire rounds Uh, that shoot out that that burning metal. I guess my point is that's still not safe. Don't buy That's ammo. That's a lawsuit because they're going to get up and sue you. Yeah. Don't the- don't buy ammo for lethal use 
that you're worried about it penetrating drywall and walls and windows and things. Right. Because it won't penetrate the person that you're trying to stop. Right. Which is the whole point of trying to stop. But see, I think the gimmick, the gimmick is, and part of the problem is, is that if you hit your intended target, you're not necessarily going to continue through that target and through everything else. No. Like on, I think it was what, like Schindler's List, you see the guy load up his, his, um, I'll try to Pistol. shoot. Two no, more and he people. shoots one guy yeah. and like it goes through like seven and they yeah. all fall down. It's probably not going to happen. But in real life, I, I did have did live in an apartment when I got a notice that said that somebody had discharged a firearm inside the apartment. Yeah. They were no longer going to be there. They were handled. I want to tell you this. They were on the second floor of a third, uh, a three story building. Yeah. They shot into the wall. It hit metal piping, turned 90 degrees and inside the wall went all the way up through everything that was there and out through the roof. Bullets do weird things. And I want to say that it was I want to say it was either a 40 or a 45. Yeah. I don't believe it was a 9. It could have been. Look, but even if it was a 45, it's traveling slower and has more mass yes. and it still yes. went through all of that. Bullets do that. I mean, even we we have to we have to acknowledge as as people who use guns for home defense that you're responsible for every bullet you send out there. Yes. Okay, so you got to make sure of your target. And what is beyond. Always make okay. sure of it. If you live in an apartment, you need to know who lives across the hallway. If you live in a How house. How tall they are, like yeah. where they're where at they sleep, what their schedule night. is. Yeah, going through their window. Gauge, like, like grease yeah. marks, you know. Yeah. Like you've going got through dope. their window, you've take pictures of yeah. their apartment while they're not home. Or you could ask him, I guess. Yeah, asking is, is the gun show podcast. Uh, okay, preferred method. Actually, we just... You don't ask them. Just know. Just know? Yeah. Just know? Because they might think you're weird. Yeah. That's yeah. Really good call. Be sure your target. Um, every bullet uh, you're responsible for. It. Till it every stops. bullet. Every bullet has a lawyer on the other end. Let's face it. Yeah. Even if you kill the guy who's breaking into your house blatantly going to murder you, his family's probably going to sue you. Mm-hmm. Every bullet so has a voice. So you might as well hit him with the bullet. Hope it stops in him. And, and make sure... Uh, you you you're choosing the best ammo for the job. Don't choose stuff that doesn't penetrate just because you know some cool marketing gimmick uh, or something cool on the box. Uh, and don't choose ammo based on uh, you know uh, the latest commercials on the hunting channel. I did know uh, a friend of mine. His girlfriend had shot a intruder with a three fifty seven in the knee. That'll do it. And right? it pretty much shut him down. <sighs> There's psychological effects of of being shot that we can't combat can't, effect can't you can't, and you combat can't account accurate for that. Yeah. are two entirely different <laughs> things. And I will tell you, you this. can't account for psychological effects. How you can pop somebody times? with a beanbag, and they're going to run screaming for their mother or be psychologically damaged for life and fall down. And, and here's the thing: she yeah. did not try to wound. Uh-huh. She just she just missed. She flinched. Yeah, she, that'll she happen. Said it. I mean, she was yeah. under stress, and she sure. normally wouldn't. But that's she why we flinched, trained. Popped him in the knee. At least she got him, I guess, you know, to stop him from doing what he had planned to do. But uh, I think we need to acknowledge that arguing the AR-15 versus the shotgun for home defense is like arguing 9 versus 45. There's no point to it. It's just an exercise in content. Minutia? Yeah, an exercise in minutia, an exercise in content for this 
podcast and for many blogs and for many gun writers. It allows them to put stuff out. See, I, you've already heard, so it's clickbait now. You've already listened <laughs> yeah. to the podcast. Oh, You're yeah, in. it's too late now. I you've already you, man, heard it. Line yeah. and sinker. <laughs> You're already listening to my podcast. I already got yep, traction. Yep, yep, yep. We're counting you as one of our listeners. Guys, and I just want to remind everyone to uh, go to facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast, like us, and follow us on Twitter, yes. and go to our thegunshowpodcast.com uh, for our blog, and stay tuned for all of the SHOT Show updates that will be coming Yeah, along. we'll see you in Vegas. Yeah.